0: welcome to the Jill on money call of the week we are presented by Marcus by Goldman Sachs if you would like to come on the air and ask any financial question that's been bugging you keeping you up at night getting you wandering in your daytime thoughts just send us an email ask Jill at Jill dot that's what bill did bill is calling from Buffalo hello bill welcome to the program what can I do for you
1: thanks Jill well, um, just have some concerns. Um, my wife and I um, just have some basic uh, retirement accounts, but we decided to meet with uh, the person who manages my 401k and uh, just get some advice. She's um, excuse me, just giving this to my two-year-old
0: son here. Well, that, um, listen, two-year-old son <laughs> takes precedence, so let's let's make sure the kid so, gets what he needs.
1: Yeah, there he goes. She was suggesting for some retirement planning that we look at a a whole-life policy to use as a um, sort of a volatility buffer as a non-correlated asset against the stock market and integrating that with my wife's 403B and pension in in addition to my 401K. Everything that I've been looking at online just sort of seems to advise against that with the fees involved and the the low rate of return. I just wasn't sure if that was a a good idea.
0: Okay, so very odd idea first let's go back tell me about yourself how old are you I am 46 how old is your spouse 38 and you have a two-year-old and any Mm -hmm. other kids Uh, no but
1: possibly another one sometime soon
0: okay so two-year-old with a option to buy a second one Correct. (laughs) okay great Um, okay and tell us about how much you guys make together uh, together we make about one hundred and fifty-one thousand. Okay, I'll call it one fifty. And you both have retirement plans. You said you have a four hundred and one k. She's got a four hundred and three b. Is she a teacher or a? He is a teacher. Yeah. Okay, great. And so she will have a pension, right? She does. Yeah. Okay, great. And in your retirement plan, what is the the investment option inside of that retirement plan?
1: As far as uh, it's just mutual funds, mm-hmm. uh, basically that's that's all I know. Okay, so it's um, a bunch of
0: mutual funds. Do you remember the mm-hmm. company that offers the funds?
1: I think it's uh, through Mass
0: Mutual. Okay, this is what I'm getting at. When you first said I have a CFP, and uh, she started recommending Whole Life, I thought, well, I wonder what kind of CFP would do that. It would be somebody probably who works for an insurance company, someone who maybe like Mass Mutual, right? Like that's a big insurance cool. company. Yeah, and so. Do you work for a small company or a larger one? How would how would you describe it? Small company. Yeah, I mean it it doesn't surprise me. A lot of smaller companies, they will essentially say, "Hey, you know, the boss's CFP, the boss's accountant, the boss's insurance agent puts in a retirement plan and usually that plan is through some sort of insurance company and it's usually not a great plan. It's usually more expensive than say you know, let's say uh, you're, you work for a huge company and they use Vanguard funds. The problem is mm. that a lot of small companies, uh, they don't have the option of going to some of the best plans because the plans they have are are too small. OK, so they go to the insurance agent and then you get this thing called you probably have a variable annuity, which is part of your 401k. And inside that variable annuity offered by Mass Mutual, are a bunch of mutual funds. They look like mutual funds. They're not really. They're called subaccounts. OK, now I'll breathe. Here we go the idea that you would use a whole life policy as a quote buffer against the stock market is ridiculous so honestly you just cannot you cannot listen to anything this person says like at that moment you can like turn that person off because that's a terrible idea unless you told me that you guys have a need for permanent life insurance so you know like if you told me that well gee I have a, a sibling who I'm gonna have to care for throughout my life and when I die someone has to care for that person then that's a reason if you have a massive <clears throat> estate or if you have an estate that's tied up mostly in real estate that's a reason if you're married and you have uh, some obligation for a special needs child that's a reason but just for for the heck of it this is n- nonsense so how much do you contribute to each of your plans how much what percentage of your income do you put into your 401k
1: so the total for for me is a combined of nine percent, five percent that I contribute, four percent that my company puts in. Not quite sure what my wife puts in, mm-hmm. but um, I think she does contribute a little bit more.
0: Okay, uh, and so percentage. Do you have enough money extra to put away, considering that you have a two year old and you know you obviously we do, yeah.
1: So you know she um, identified some some lazy money that we have, and so we have pro- probably we have about uh, two hundred and fifty thousand. And just liquid cash. Mm-hmm. Uh, of that, we're probably thinking about a hundred thousand we were planning to invest. this is this is phase one of of the plan was to consider like the distribution phase of our retirement, basically. Mm-hmm. It was the 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 argument that was made that there would be an accumulation phase of of income mm-hmm. or uh, growth and mm-hmm. then a distribution phase. And that was the argument to to use the whole
0: life. Okay, completely um, ridiculous. Let's just stop. Okay. Don't ever mention whole life again to me. Okay. I'm, okay, I'm gonna just like take that off the table. Let's now talk about what other things you could be doing. Number one with your two hundred fifty thousand dollars and number two with your sort of life goals. So the reason why we're not gonna use whole life is that it's completely it's a stupid idea unless you need permanent insurance. And you do not need permanent insurance. It's a terrible way. It's a, the rationale that it is somehow a hedge against the stock market is ridiculous. There are many other hedges that are far cheaper. And the idea that I know you're, she's the the advisor is getting to that you know save for college also ridiculous because you are part of a fantastic state 529 plan which is called NYSaves.org. So right and 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 by the way. You want to hear how, how incredibly irresponsible it is to, say, use whole life for education? You also get a state income tax deduction. Deduction,
1: yeah. Well, I, mean, I looked into that and I ran the numbers and the 529 would would double what would have accumulated by the time we need to withdraw it uh, when he's like 20 years old. Yeah. It's, and it just didn't seem to make any sense.
0: No sense at all. So now how much money is currently in each of your in, in your total retirement savings right now?
1: Uh, right now, I have about one hundred and sixty-one thousand. My wife has about eighty-one thousand.
0: All right. So here's what I think: of the two hundred fifty in cash, how much of that really needs to be in cash, like as your emergency reserve fund?
1: Maybe a hundred thousand, hundred and twenty-five thousand. We do have like some home improvement projects, and okay. things like that. So
0: of the one twenty-five, the idea here would be: how much money do I need to be putting to work? In retirement how much money do I need to be putting to work for education right something Mm -hmm. around that and I would say that one of the reasons to keep the cash around would be to bump up your contribution to your retirement account except that we've already just discussed that you don't have a great retirement account Mm -hmm. that you have this mass mutual account and And actually you know I think
1: it's through American funds come to think of it
0: okay wait if it's American funds then I'm happier American funds you could use you guys you said you together you make 150 grand here's what I think you should do I think you should both open Roth IRAs okay I think you should put in your six grand each into those funds into those Roth IRAs and then I think you should bump up your contributions into your retirement accounts and try to put in the maximum level which would be nineteen thousand dollars And then but I want you to kind of plan that out because you may need to have your cash on hand to afford that you might need to spend some of that cash while you're doing the salary deferral and then I think you should put in some money into the New York saves plan and for that you can each put $15,000 into the 529 for the kid this year so 15 and 15 is 30 and you could do it again next calendar year. So now we're like burning through this cash, and you can see that basically for the next two years at least, we are probably going to burn through the 125 because you'll put in 30 this year in the 529, 30 next year for the 529, and the rest you're going to need to live on because you're going to try to max out your retirement accounts. That's it. By the way, the Roth IRAs, you can invest them uh, in any cheap index fund. Okay? So you can go to any of the places that you would think about Vanguard or T Rowe Price or TD Ameritrade or Fidelity or Schwab, any of those kinds of places. If you're really worried about what's going to happen with the stock market, you you say I'm going to be kind of a balanced investor. I'm going to have, you know, 60% in stocks and 40% in bonds and cash. That's it. No they whole of...
1: reallocate when yeah. we get closer to
0: Exactly, term. you got it. The idea that you would use an expensive life insurance product when you don't need life insurance, because I presume mm. you have a term life insurance policy, right? We're
1: we're in the process of applying for it right now. Just uh, I'm going to do a 20 year. My wife's going to do a 20 or year, 30
0: year. Perfect. Don't buy the life insurance through this person. By the way, I would go online, go to PolicyGenius.com, go to go to any of these online folks, and and start to get a sense of how much you need, and then buy the term policy, put the money into retirement, put the money into the 529, and how about this? All the fees that that advice would have generated goes to your bottom line.
1: Right. That's so it. Buy term and, and invest the difference. You That's got philosophy.
0: it. You got it. So, so with that Roth
1: IRA, just one question on yeah, that. Sure. When we did our taxes this year, I inquired about possibly opening one up with the person who does the taxes, and they said, "Well, you're in the 22% tax bracket, so that might not be the the best approach." Who said that? We're, the, uh, the person who does our taxes so I just wasn't sure if like because we're in a higher tax bracket does it make sense to put it into an, a Roth okay.
0: now? Um, yeah I'll tell you why because first of all you're perilously close to going to the 24% tax bracket 22 is an incredibly low tax bracket and I think your taxes are gonna go up not down and you're already okay. saving on a tax-deferred basis so I would totally use a Roth absolutely not even like I wouldn't even think twice about it I mean I don't know how much teachers are not going to get huge raises but if you're working in a place you might get a raise and then you go into a different tax bracket or tax brackets rise in general which I think they probably will and also I think it's nice to have some money that's already been taxed so Mm -hmm. that to me is why I would argue for the Roth
1: so just with our retirement accounts that we already have by increasing our contributions And the Roth IRA, that kind of covers our individual retirement. You got it. We'll just promote the 529 to get the money in there faster.
0: Yep. And then you have your cash working for you and you don't look back because the day that you do this, the stock market's going to crap out on you. I can guarantee that. I'm not kidding. This is
1: reassuring because this this is my, I, I was very, a little skeptical, especially when the uh, whole life was recommended as a college-saving vehicle and yeah, it just no. and I got kind of really suspicious so I, good, I wasn't really sure good
0: good um, BS smell factor there well done give us a call back if you have any other questions I, I think you're in great shape Bill I appreciate it Joe thanks so much take care Okay, that's the call of the week. If you have a financial question, just give us a holler. Send an email to ask Jill at JillonMoney.com or go to the website JillonMoney.com. You can click the contact us button right there. Oh, by the way, while you're there, sign up for our free newsletter. It's free, why not? We drop new episodes of Jill on Money every Tuesday and Thursday. And you can download the show anywhere that you get your podcast. Apple, Google Play, Radio.com Stitcher, wherever. Our music is composed by Joel Goodman. Mark Talercio is our executive producer. We're distributed by Cadence 13, and our show is presented by Marcus by Goldman Sachs. See you next week.